rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast, a Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 43 of the Cosmic Force. And on tonight's episode, we are talking about some of the wildest, craziest, wait, what just happened moments in Star Wars comics. It's going to be lots of fun tonight. We're going to be talking about both Legends and Canon comics tonight, so it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into that, let us go around the room and say hi to the rest of the team here. And we start, we always do, with Emma. Emma, how are we doing tonight? Yes, hello, everyone. Doing well, it was uh, very warm here where I am today, 68. That's like pretty much summer. So yeah, it was um, it was good. It's kind of windy though. Uh, it's been creating some uh, screaming sounds from my window, which is great. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys don't hear that. But uh, yeah, doing good, and uh, had some had some good comics today too. Yes, we do some pretty memorable comics, and uh, let's go head over to Caleb, uh, who so so I, I I have this new shirt and and I that I was showing off tonight, and then Caleb goes on and tells me and wears this new shirt and completely upstages me because Caleb, retell the story about exactly how you got got to this shirt. Well, this shirt I first wore last Thursday, so uh, just barely missed time for last week's show. But uh, this is a shirt that my wife was walking around Joanne's, not a clothing store, not Michael's, Joanne's, and saw the fabric with all these nice uh, Mandalorian helmets and thought, ooh, I can make a shirt of that. So she made two shirts, one for me and one for her. So, you know, we, next con we go to will probably be that annoying couple with matching uh, shirts. Not but, annoying at all. Uh, That's awesome. It's so cute. Exactly. So cute. It's, it's a really nice shirt. Like, this is like one of the first things that she's like really made us just like a normal streetwear. And I've already worn it out, you know, outside to like grocery stores once. And this will be a standard uh, operating here on the show from now on. So you'll see this again. I can assure you. Yes, that is an awesome shirt, and uh, we gotta get we, we gotta we gotta talk to your wife about making maybe making some Cosmic Force shirts for all of us to wear. Uh, because if if she's as talented to wear that, I, I would love to be able to 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 get something for the whole team because that is awesome. All right, and we end with uh, Jacob. How are we doing tonight? Uh, how is law school treating you this this, this semester? <laughs> Oh, you know, it's um, someone, <laughs> one of my friends uh, texted me. He's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "Dude, not good." <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's um, yeah, spring break soon, so I got that going for me, uh, which will be nice. Uh, and hey, I star, I, I always have Star Wars, so exactly, you know, it it could be worse. It absolutely could be worse. Apparently, uh, Jared says, shout out to the Ice Storm for the chance to catch us so live. So that is awesome, Jared, because we're going to be talking about some some uh, Legends comics tonight. So hopefully you're staying safe down there um, while you're watching the show live. Uh, for the rest of you, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on YouTube.com slash Utini every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And if you can't join us live, that's quite okay because we are also available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are also a part of the Utini podcast network of nearly a dozen shows and a Discord channel at utini.com slash Discord with more than 1,000 members and dozens of channels to choose from. 
If you like what you see and you want to say thanks, then head over to our Patreon channel at patreon.com utini, where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community involvement activities. So... Before we get started uh, with the normal show, we do have a b- bit of news, and unfortunately, we do have a little bit of sad news. Uh, Jacob, do you want to go ahead and, and, and read this uh, little news segment here? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, so uh, sad news we found out this week. Um, legendary Star Wars comics author uh, Tom Beach passed away at the age of 80. Uh, it leaves quite... Quite the legacy uh, behind uh, with, you know, huge titles such as Dark Empire 1, Dark Empire 2, Empire's End, and Tales of the Jedi. Um, you know, this, honestly, this, we, I think we found out maybe it's a Monday or sometime over the weekend. Um, and it was pretty crazy because, you know, at least for me, um, uh, he, his stuff is 100% in my rundown of this episode and like you know i was like oh yeah like absolutely i have to talk about dark empire if we're gonna talk about like insane <laughs> comic stuff um mm. because you know what is dark empire if not insane in the best of way mm-hmm. um and then yeah this happened uh so you know um it you know very sad uh and uh yeah le- leaves behind quite the legacy and uh, a family as well um so you know sad day in star wars for such a huge influential person in the uh you know the coming out of the uh so-called dark ages uh, of star wars yeah absolutely yeah, I rest really, in peace yes i i really think that he is is up there with the timothy zons of of without his contribution we we're not here this the show doesn't exist i you know this yeah. i this fandom this this you know, uh, saga is, is not, I don't, I don't know if it, if it, if it carries the weight that it does, uh, for 40, you know, 40 plus years. So we, we owe a lot exactly. of, of credit to, to him and the other, the other creative, uh, founders of this, uh, you know, of, of, of our fandom. So rest in peace to him. And, and, you know, we're all thinking about his family. So, uh, onto a little bit of lighter news now. Um, there was a, a little bit of a of, of a comicsology transition. Um, Emma, you have comicsology, correct? I do, I do. So yes, it's been an interesting can you can change. you give us a little little bit of a firsthand uh, uh, rundown of what exactly happened here? Yeah, so comicsology has been owned by Amazon for. Uh, I think forever, maybe. Um, it's they, it's they they bought them out early, but it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a long time, uh, but now they've really made a change to integrate it in with Amazon in a much more thorough manner, uh, especially with uh, Kindle content. So basically, if you go into your Kindle library, all your Comicsology stuff will be there, which is kind of wild. Um, the other thing is that the Comicsology website does not exist anymore. Um, which I found out the hard way today when I was going to read my comics on my laptop and I <laughs> typed in comicsology.com and it took me right to amazon.com. Um, so you have to subscribe to comics and buy comics through Amazon like you would a Kindle book or toilet paper. So it's, um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, the other thing is that, um, you know, the, the app has, has changed significantly uh, in the layout in the organization. Um, some people are not hugely fanatical about it. I don't know how I stand on that yet. It's kind of hard to see like 
I really liked the smart list feature of the old app. Like that was my favorite thing. I only left it on that because it showed what you had bought recently, what you had read recently, what it thinks you might want to read soon. That was really nice. Now there's only like two sections and only one of them has your library in it. So it's definitely an interesting change. I think it's an okay change, but I I, I hope that some things get better, especially with desktop reading. Um, also, they charged the wrong credit card with my subscriptions today, <laughs> even though it was set on the other credit card, so that was frustrating. But um, yeah, I, I hope that they smooth out some things. And uh, yeah, there's definitely been some some discourse about it, for sure. Yeah, I've heard there's two big issues. Is One, it really degrades the ability to enjoy splash, page, splash pages. Because it really it, does, yep. it really shrinks the the the, the image that you can see, uh, and two, um, it really pushes the traditional Amazon store of like recommendations yep. and other things that purchase these other things instead of like, hey, here's all of your the comics that you already own. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it it feels weird to go to you know buy you know groceries and then your comics in the same place like it just it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a smooth shopping experience especially like you know they when you're looking at your comics they recommend you like funkos and it's like that's great you know me really well but like do i need this (laughs) while i'm reading comics you know what i mean so um i don't know it's definitely it's a business decision for sure I was about to say, and now you know why they made the change. So yes. you can see the fun coast next yeah. to the comic issues. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. They, I feel targeted. It's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there, there, there are a few other issues. Like, I know we found out recently that, um, because Frank on our database team ha- handles, uh, a lot of the link creations for our affiliate links. And, like, he just, like, can't find Star Wars Adventure, like, IDW single issue comics digitally on Amazon at all. And I think it's probably an issue of him being in EU Amazon instead of US Amazon. Like for me, oh. it's like, oh, Frank, I know, what, like, I know what you're talking about. Like, I just like searched it and it was like one of the top, like top three results. But he can't find it, so I think there might be some region issues there. Um, some people have complained about lower quality like scans, like the image, like the pages just look worse mm-hmm. in the Amazon one. I haven't looked in into it much myself yet i did notice that um, um so- on the kindle cloud reader that's the only way you can read it on desktop right now other than the kindle app mm-hmm. and the cloud reader had was very low quality images the app is totally fine like on my ipad it, i didn't notice a difference other than like the layout difference but in terms of yeah. like the actual comic quality itself it did not change in the app yeah and like there was also issues of some people were like it's really hard to see my collection now, and I but I feel like I lost some comic books that I had purchased when it transitioned. So you know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like I said earlier, we do have affiliate links on the website. The fact that like over two thousand links just became worthless or wrong um, is you know uh, tragic. So it, yeah. it, you know, if you're looking for Star Wars comics on our website for at least like the next couple weeks at a minimum, you might have a little harder time than normal. Uh, if you still like, you know, really are gung ho and love us a lot, what you can do is click any of our affiliate links. Just go to like Light of the Jedi, click the affiliate link, and then from there, go buy your comics, and it will still give us give us money. Uh, so you know, if, if you're you know a super fan and, and are very dedicated, we'd love you uh, for doing that. But you know, we will do our best to correct as many of those links as we can. I wonder if the forward. Amazon links will work now. Like 
that some of them do okay a lot of them do we're like what we've done for a lot of it is just like got rid of comiXology links but not especially with the big issue right now is idw comics yeah um getting those on amazon we have to probably redo that um but yeah hopefully hopefully it works uh the, the one thing be careful um some of our especially again with idw especially uh it might send you to a comic book and you're like why is this comic book 15 dollars?" it's because amazon has a separate listing for a physical issue and a digital mm-hmm. issue like not just like you know the like book where i can click on paperback or hardcover like the little tiles it's just like completely separate pages so you might if you accidentally end up on one that looks way too expensive, don't buy it. Go find like the Kindle page. So, yeah, that is great insight. Appreciate you uh, sharing that because uh, I'm sure there are a lot of confused uh, users out there. So, all right. We have one last piece of news uh, this week right. uh, as IDW is transitioning out of the Star Wars publishing. Dark Horse is transitioning back in. And Caleb, we have a, a new omnibus coming uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, yes. Yo, this was an omnibus that I think all of us here on the team, when it was announced, was very surprised. Mm-hmm. Not because we didn't see it coming, because we never thought it would happen, just because we had no idea what it was. <laughs> this is the Rebels Magazine omnibus from Dark Horse. This is collecting the Rebels Magazine's issues, uh, essentially 1 through 35, uh, 37, 39, and then, uh... Rebels Animation Magazine 1 through 4. I think if I remember correctly, this was a German only edition, and they translate a few throughout the EU, but this will be the first time it will be officially available in America. If I'm really, if I remember my, uh, yeah, there was, so, you know, if you want to learn more about this, just go tag Trevor in (laughs) Discord because he's the expert. Clearly, you know, he had made his, he like, he had made his own like custom bound copy of this because it was, you know, you just couldn't get it. Some like they had put out, yeah, it was all German stuff. They'd put some of it out in the UK, but not all of it. So of course he had to make it himself. Um, but I don't think, I don't know if any of it has ever been available in the U S. Uh, so this is actually pretty surprising. Uh, and it's $30. So, I mean, for me, I'm probably going to buy it, uh, because, you know, it, you know, it's not something on Marvel Unlimited as of right now. Maybe when it gets repackaged with Dark Horse, who knows how that's going to work going forward. $30 um, in Omnibus yeah. in the same sentence. I mean, that's that's a, a, a pretty easy sell for, for, for this community. Yeah, exactly. Unless these are like, you know, page long comics. Who knows how much? I think they're probably getting. shorter, but still even like, you know, it's like 40 some odd issues. I don't know if they're short you know i'm still paying less than a dollar per issue so exactly fine by me that's about to say and the good news is this is encouraging that star wars is still publishing and bringing back old things that people had long forgotten about so if you ever miss a printing on a reissue of certain comics there's a good chance it will eventually come back into the light somehow as they say nothing is ever really gone Unless it's uh, Epic Collection New Republic Volume Four, and then ca- in which that in which case, uh, no, it is not coming back. I'm sorry. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into have. our weekly pull list. Uh, it's continuing to be uh, uh, sort of a downer because uh, the, the this is the last issue for uh, IDW this week, uh, Jacob. Yes, this is the last thing ever for well you know and then for the foreseeable future from idw uh and star wars uh no more trade paperbacks uh which yes is a problem uh but this is it it's a high republic adventures number 13 written by daniel jose older with art from harvey tolabao 
Uh, the colorist is Rebecca Nalty, and the letterer is Jake M. Wood. Uh, and then we have Volume 2, the last straight paperback for High Republic Adventures. Again, written by Daniel Jose Alder, and the cover is by Nick Brokenshire. This contains not what you think it would. Uh, it contains <laughs> <laughs> Volume 1 left out. Volume one left off at Issue 5. This collects Issues 6 through 8, um, the annual and the free comic book day issue. Um, and so that leaves out 9 through 13 which is a lot of issues and tells a lot of story. A lot of um, good, important story. It, yes. Uh, especially, you know, uh, it ties in a lot with Midnight Horizon. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. We, you know, there's a lot of hope that when Dark Horse picks up the license, because it's, we, we know now that Dark Horse is getting, it's literally called Higher Public Adventures. That's what Daniel Jose Older's graphic novel is called. Uh, so, you know, maybe there's some hope that they will reprint uh, the, um, or not reprint, but print for the first time a uh, third volume. Who knows if it's going to be this tiny size, so it might not match and all your bookshelf you know, <laughs> uh, uniformity people are going to freak Caroline out. Caroline uh, in our Slack would, would not be happy about that, about having the synergy of her shelves be all, be all messed up. But I did find out recently uh, this week from Mike and Discord that uh, you can get UK versions of the uh trade paperbacks that are normal size so now i feel like i need to buy them again uh <laughs> unfortunately so but we'll see now as a oh, reminder that even though I, it's hard to say whether or not this this move was it was expected or not but daniel jose older has put out on twitter that this does not interfere with his storytelling like they like the like his this comic has reached a natural stopping point um and it's he has led us to believe I'll, I'll, I'll word it that way that that story will continue in some form or fashion down the road am, am, am i summarizing that correctly i think so yeah, i mean I, I think it's safe to assume that i i, I hesitate to say that it's safe to assume <laughs> that uh, right uh, phase three will be you know take up after where we are right now but i think it's there's a good chance you know it follows that star wars pattern Right. All right. Let's go ahead and get into uh, what we're loving. Uh, just uh, uh, as a reminder, all these links are listed down below in our in our description uh, in case you want to, you haven't picked those up yet. But as we move on to what we're loving, uh, Jacob, you have once again chosen our staff selection of the week. Uh, and, and it is from uh, um, something that uh, it was this from what, what, what last week's issue or art was from, too. Uh, what was last week's art from? I don't even remember. I feel like I feel like I'm seeing Dark Empire all over the place from you now. Uh, no, last last week was it was very similar, and I get why you said that. It was the um, Star Wars oh. Valentine's Day special oh, that right. had like yeah. a oh, that's very right. okay saturated yep. okay. Uh, art style. Uh, but no, this is from uh, again in honor of Tom Beach. Uh, this is from Dark Empire uh, issue number two, not Dark Empire two, uh, with of course art by the iconic Cam Kennedy. It is uh, you know. One big old world devastator. Um, so yeah, uh, it's there. There's a lot of art to choose from uh, <laughs> in, in Dark Empire that I could have gone with. And to be honest, this was partial. My decision was partially influenced by the fact that before the show was uh, going on, Marvel Unlimited was not working on desktop. So I was mm. frantically screenshotting on my phone and transferring to Google Drive all the art for this show. Uh, so I did not take the uh, most close look at what I was picking. But it's still a pretty iconic panel if I do so myself. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, there's that's a, a very unique uh, ship. Should we call it a ship? 
It's a behemoth. It's a yeah, there you go. I like a, that a, vessel. Yeah, it's a vessel. Flying object. Yeah. There you go. It's a su- yeah, super super weapon. All right, uh, Caleb, you've got our community submission mm. of the week. Exactly. This one comes from Blind Fates from the Doctor Afro twenty twenty version issue twelve, uh, with artist of Mingyu Jung and colorist Rochelle Rosenberg. Um, in, in context, this is when uh, Doctor Afro is at the uh, the solo auction and realizes that Darth Vader has shown up. And last time that she checked, Darth Vader had successfully almost killed her twice. So she is doing everything she can to uh, not make eye contact with the Dark Lord of the Sith. So, you know, that was a kind of a great uh, cliffhanger issue there as we get to realize that just how bad a situation she is in. So really great stuff. Art, it's kind of fun to see Darth Vader in a very not like head to toe um, showing up here, but still being just as intimidating and like, oh, no, his presence here is being very felt and very physical. I feel like he he looks very Macquarie-esque here. I, I can't really put my finger on why, that. but it just it just yeah. feels like Macquarie, yeah. I, I like think it's it. kind of like you can really see the triangle in his front there. Yeah. It's almost uh, more apparent. Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost like the helmet is like more flat, but not in a bad way, I guess. I don't know. It's cool. I really like it. Absolutely. So, Blind Fates, you win this week. Uh, maybe you'll win next week. Let's see what you submit or what other people have on our Discord, uh, the Cosmic Force show. Uh, show any Star Wars work you have to be, you are interested in. Doesn't have to be recent, can be old, doesn't have to be a full page, can just be a single panel. Uh, just hit us up, post up there, and you might be featured this very next week. All right, let's move on to our last segment of our open here with uh, what we're reading. And uh, I think we're going to go ahead and just check in with Caleb uh, as he makes his way th- catching up with the High Republic. So how are we doing with that uh, with, with, with that catch up? I just ticked over halfway through the audiobook of The Fallen Star. Nice. And boy, it's uh, it's fallen. <laughs> it's fallen real bad. Like, you know, this is not a spoiler, but there's one ship out there that's called the Ace of Staves. And every time that comes up, I can't help but think of the Motorhead. Yes, yes. (laughs) Like every single time. I'm like, no, stop that. Go back. This is Star Wars. It's completely different. It's using the tarot deck or the Sabacc deck. But needless to say, it's going very well. By that, I mean it's going very badly for our heroes, but it's nice to see them on the ropes after riding high for so long. And and so, are you going to be I'm reading really ex- uh, Midnight Horizon as well, or is you done with your catch up after after this? I'll, I'll, I will read read Midnight Horizon. Okay, I Good. will take a cup, maybe about a week or so off of just doing other like podcasts and catching up on other small things. Just you know, reading through it one after the other is an easy way to get burnout. Even though they're different authors, it's. Uh, it's a lot of Star Wars and a lot of Jedi all at once. So take breaks between them, slowing it down, so therefore I can like really ferment each one in my mind, so they're they're not all bleeding together. You know, so I can you know have a much more distinct. This was Fallen Stars uh, stuff, and then this will be Midnight Horizons uh, story beats. So that's the plan. All right, all right. Well, let's go ahead. We are running a. a- long open tonight. So we're going to go ahead and take a very quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to talk about crazy moments in Star Wars comics. So we will be right back. 
All right, we are back. And, and like I said, tonight's episode is all about crazy moments in comics. And it's it's nice when we get a little bit of a downtime in trade paperbacks coming out or big news events coming out because we get to do these sorts of fun sort of topics. Um, and this was a topic that was actually brought to us by Emma. Uh, so Emma, I'm going to kind of let you kind of explain what the what, 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 what the origin story of this was and what the criteria was for our for, for us choosing our stories tonight. Yeah, this is probably one of the like wildest origin stories of a show topic ever. Um, I was actually I was playing Halo, which is for those that don't know, it's a it's a video game, multiplayer video game um, on Xbox with uh, Tom from from our Discord channel, and uh, he just brought this random idea to me. He's like, "This would make for a great show," is to talk about just like the craziest moments that you love. Maybe no one else loves them, but you love them. Right. And uh, he definitely he, he explained it way better than I just did. Uh, so I, I brought the idea to, to the guy saying, like, comics are literally the craziest media in Star Wars. We could probably do like 10 shows about it, but let's just cut it down to one and uh, and pick some of our, our favorite uh, crazy Star Wars moments. And uh, in terms of criteria, there really weren't any. I mean, all it had to be was crazy. Uh, it could be it could be from uh, canon or legends. Um, you know, legends tended to have some of the crazier things. I think I picked all of them from canon because I wasn't as familiar. Or, you know, I'm, I'm not as familiar with, with legends comics. So, yeah, uh, we just kind of picked from from the top of our heads and, and had some fun with it. So I, I uh, can't wait to hear your list. And I'm excited to share mine as well. All right. Well, well, I was going to say, Caleb, you are first in the the show notes here. So uh, we're going to sit back and we're going to enjoy these crazy moments. Exactly. This was my fault because I when I was making the show lists, I always start with myself and I always put myself as the uh, starting batter here. So um, this one, the first moment comes from the 77 issue. This will not be the last time we see this comic series specifically listed, but this one uh it, the main event happens between issues 19 and 22, when Han Solo, you know, even though he's traveling with the rest of the Star Warriors uh, throughout the uh, that expedition, he's strapped for cash. So he does the reasonable thing and uh, signs up for a death game. Oh, like like yes, Russian that's roulette. Right. He, <laughs> like like Russian roulette. It's like I don't have any money to gamble with, but they're looking for gladiators to fight to the death, so I'll do this. Like I didn't realize that Han Solo was acting like my Skyrim character in this moment. <laughs> of like, hey look, a side quest, I'll do this right now. Like, I'll just put the main thing on hold and go like battle four armed armed gun darks with poison daggers and a power shield like literally he has a glowing mason shield like it's the wildest thing that comes out of nowhere but it's also like just off the first uh movie and what sci-fi was in the late 70s it makes perfect sense uh right now if it were to come out i think like it would be a huge uh, firestorm because no everyone would look at this and say it's the dumbest thing ever. But you know, when you take it with the context of what it was, it was a lot of fun. A really I like, mean, yeah. Boba, Boba Fett did fight in a gladiatorial pit with the giant Spider Woman. So is this really <laughs> that different? True, no. but he wasn't using medieval uh, radiation weapon weapons. No. You know. Well, here's the thing: it's not super crazy because. Um, you know, here Han has built like a power of the force action figure, so there's no way he can lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Like, like these were all um, Fabio level of uh, sword and sandals sorts of Han solos yeah. and 
Like, yeah, he was he was definitely a different cut of person in these early editions. I will do so after this one. I do want to have an honorable mention real quick. I forgot to get it in for so that Jacob couldn't get the artwork for it. But in the end of the uh, mid of Afra Volume Four, I think it is or five issue twenty five. Um, we reveal that Dr. Ezevan is still alive, and it, I love it because it pulls a minor character from the movies back into uh, into the canon, and just such a small little thing that changes everything at once. Anyway, if you haven't, if you've read it, you know what I mean. I hadn't forgotten about it, I just forgot about it for the longest time. Moving on, <laughs> it's been a while since I talked about it. So, my next issue is from Lando number five. And this is the greatest moment of the series and why it's my favorite comic of all time. Uh, Lando number five, blasters are for suckers. After being teased out the entire series, how uh, Lando is like icky around guns, doesn't like violence, can always talk his way out of a fight. He is face to face with a uh, Sith infused cat monster lightsaber wielding uh, martial artist. And when it comes down to the wire, he bluffs and then pulls his blaster. And look, I love the progression here of how you see him shoot the hand out of the lightsaber, the hand holding the lightsaber first, and then shoot center of mass. So he's seen the hull of it. So he knows <laughs> lightsabers can deflect blasters. So he, you know, targets that first and then goes for the kill shot. Just like an amazing moment of, like, surprise for this comic. You know, in the next panel, Lobot's talking with him and. You know, to quote, you know, you hate blasters. I was bluffing, says, replies Lando. <laughs> Your entire life? <laughs> that, that's such a Lando thing yeah, to it's, do. <laughs> it's such a Lando sort of thing. And like, he goes on to say, like, listen, the only people who know better are dead. <laughs> and that's, that's such that's like a, the gambler sort of fallacy of, you know, Lando is a great gambler because he doesn't really gamble. He always has the, the ace in his sleeve and being really good when shooting people, uh, you know, dead between the eyes is his ace in the sleeve. This is how he's gotten so far in life is he doesn't ever trust the luck of the gamble. He always knows where it's going to lay. This, uh, I'm so glad this, this miniseries keeps coming up um, because like the, it's living up to its legend. I, I remember you you continued to you know pitch this as an awesome mm. awesome comic, and I don't I don't think any of us, to be honest, really bought into that when when you first when you first mentioned it. But um, it continues to come back, and every time it comes back, I enjoy it more and more. And and this may or may not come up again later this episode. Hint hint. Uh, so I'm really glad that you that that you've loved this so much because uh, I've really enjoyed the com- this comic as well. Absolutely. So those are my two picks for crazy comic moments. So let's keep this train rolling. And Emma, you're the mistress of this whole uh, mayhem here. Why don't you give us a couple of your picks? Yeah. So um, I just realized I have like way more picks than you guys. I feel so bad. Um, Okay. Let's just start at the beginning here Uh, from Darth Vader, uh, the 2015 series issue number 10. uh, There's a scene with Afra triple zero and BT one interrogating the Naboo mortician about Padme's death. And I remember when I, when I saw this scene, I was like, wow, this is insane. We're like interrogating the mortician from Naboo with a comics original character so that Darth Vader can know what happened to Padme. 
like that that is the craziest sentence it's insane also just in general it was very violent and kind of disturbing as well uh especially like for how star wars comics usually are it was definitely kind of like dark i think so uh made it even even crazier so uh that was my first pick uh, and then my second pick here also has to do with Naboo. Uh, it's from Darth Vader, the 2020 series, issue number four. Uh, and that is the appearance of the Amidalans. I remember screaming. I think Eric and I were screaming at each other. We could hear each other from Chicago to Maine. We could hear each other <laughs> when this happened. Uh, because, you know, we've got, you know, Sabe and a bunch of the other old handmaidens. <gasps> Rick Olay. Like, freaking Rick Olay. Like, seriously. Um, just insane, because they, they loved Padme so much that they were like, we're going to avenge her death, because we know you did it, Darth Vader. And uh, there's something really telling about that. Like, as cool as it is to see these characters again, when you think about the impetus for the Amidalans, it's really special, because th- that tells you that, that Padme was a special woman, that... These people would, in some cases, like die for her because they cared about her so much. So, uh, very moving, but also very cool. So I love that. Um, this one, this one's a classic. Uh, Vader down number one. Uh, all I am surrounded by is fear and dead men. I mean, Ooh, do I need yeah. to say anything else? This is crazy. <laughs> the only thing I feel like that like comes close in this like era of comics was the. And it's like, you kill my father. It's like, you have no idea how much that narrows it down. Oh, yes. <laughs> like I've, killed, I've killed a lot of fathers. Yeah, you have to yeah. be more specific. Yes, <laughs> exactly. that is great. And that's, that's a great sort of thing. But like just the, the image of him being surrounded out all sides by like 300 like rebel troopers and saying, and I think they also, they quote, you know, you know they surround him and yell, like, surrender. We have you surrounded. It's like, it, like, surrender. We have you surrounded. It's like, cool. Lay down your arms and you'll all live. <laughs> I'm just like I, I accept your surrender. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, absolutely insane. Because you know that Vader is gonna like absolutely destroy all of those people, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty spoiler epic. Spoiler warning: He did. He did. He did. Pretty pretty easily. All right, next one. I had to include something from my favorite mutiny at Moncala. Mm. Uh, so that's uh, Star Wars 2015, specifically issue number 41. Uh, this is when C-3PO and Tunga, who, who is the uh, like shape-shifting uh, actor dude, uh, they act together in a Moncalan <laughs> opera to buy time. <laughs> like, how crazy is it? Look at this outfit. Look yeah, at this. I, just, I mean, C-3PO is dressed at. up. It's insane. He, he has a mohawk, you guys. I mean... Come on. I, I, I have I have the YouTube feed up, which is a little bit behind us live, so I can m- keep an eye on the chat. And that his C three beard just came up, and it was just hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. So no, it's a mon- is it is it a is it a rock opera specifically? Like it must I, like be. I know it's a Mon Cal opera. Yeah. It, no, yeah, he was uh the uh, the shapeshifter was trying to uh, disguise them because they were t- trying to escape from the Empire. So he dressed them up so that no one would recognize them. I I. No one would give them a second glance. Yeah, um, kind of worked. He was. They were. They were acting. Yeah, but stage. they were the decoy, oh, yeah. though. Like, right? Didn't they go right. on well, stage well, because and, and Leia were? They were like trying to rescue the prince. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Okay. Char. That's right. Yeah. They they had to stall because they had the real moth. Right. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, they were. Uh, you know, seeing C three, seeing C three PO act 
like insane because he is the most you know he wants to follow the rules he doesn't want to do anything silly but this is like the epitome of silly but at the same time he was enjoying it because he knows mon Callan lore <laughs> i was about to say it's also opera which is like his big yeah thing. absolutely so i'm sure uh I'm, I'm glad that there was something crazy from from my favorites um, speaking of, of crazy, uh, when we all saw this, we all freaked out a bit. It was uh, from the higher public number six, mm. Avar Chris riding a rancor. She did it before Bubba did it. She did it before it was cool. And uh, it was pretty damn cool then, too. I mean, so cool. She did like 240 years before Bubba did. That's to be very true. That's been yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Avar Chris, honorary sister of, night sister of Daphnir. Of Daphnir. Mark. Ooh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was that that actually that whole arc was kind of crazy, like you know, working with the huts and uh, yeah, crazy and skier becoming like half drain gear for a yeah. hot minute, and yeah. it's a lot of weird stuff going on. A lot of weird stuff. Yeah. You know, the ins- the inspiration kind of for my the inspiration for my Utini Fantasy Football League team name, the Divac uh, Rancor Riders, was that's was, right. was this, was this right. cover. Yep. Love it. Oh my gosh, that's that's got to tell you how big it was uh, when it came out. Uh, all right, next up. Speaking of huts, Baku, the jacked hut from Darth Vader twenty twenty number twelve, a jacked hut. You guys, how do you how do we feel about this? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm 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 not happy reliving this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's scary right, to wait. know that uh, he works out. You know. <laughs> It's just, you know, it's a little demoralizing to have, there's a hut that has better abs than I do. Yeah, I was going there too. Like, I know we have unrealistic body standards in comics, but you don't but have to shame a, me. He's a literal like slug. Yeah, this, yeah. Th- th- this isn't even out of Legacy of the Force era either. This is, this is brand new stuff too. Right, right. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, like in Book, Book of Boba Fett, you know, we've got these two like really fat ones that they can't even walk They're you know, they're carried around. And then we've got Jack Tut over here. Like, what the heck, guys? I mean, all the other huts are doing it wrong. That's for sure. Um, Apparently. I feel so bad. This is long. I've got three more here. Uh, I had to include Badass Jocasta New from Darth Vader 2017, issue number 10. Mm-hmm. When I was reading this for the first time, it was a little bit after it had come out, um, before I had read it for the first time. And I was like, whoa, how did I not know about this? I didn't even think... I didn't even think she, like, owned a lightsaber or knew how to use one. I thought she was just, like, a simple librarian. But no, she's, like, secretly a badass. It's great. Love it. Hey, don't don't threaten her library, okay? No. <laughs> don't, don't touch her. Don't she, she dare do touch anything. her books. And you better stay quiet while you're in there, damn it, you know? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, this whole issue is the epitome of crazy it might be one of the craziest things ever you uh, was this an was an honorable mention for me really really yeah, <laughs> yes it was it's, it's, it's why <laughs> did i bring this up the first time i know it, we, well we all, we all talked about it a ton when we were talking about age of rebellion so this is from this is the age of rebellion special uh called stolen valor which features biggs and porkins on a vacation together um I, I didn't yeah, remember where this, where this was from, so that's why I didn't list it. But I'm very, very happy that you included it in your list. Yeah, it, it took me a, a little bit to find it, too. I'm not going to lie. Um, it is very random. I don't know who made this up, but I'd like to go inside their mind for a little bit. Uh, I mean, that looks like the dinosaur from the holiday special, honestly. But, uh, you know, and, and there is that... 
that's Park and Shirtless, I think. So we've got it. We've got another yeah. like half naked one to add to the collection. <laughs> and and yes, I, I remember this was Biggs and Porkins, and this was also featuring a healthy dose of nihilism and like the whole pointlessness of uh, human struggle. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was basically dark. It, it was basically them taking a mental health yes. break. Yes, <laughs> from from war. And then they come back and like they're like, we need a mental health break from war. And then they come back and they're like, hey, yeah, uh, where's my friend? It's like, oh, yeah, while you were gone, he died. It's like, oh, my oh, God. I kind of totally okay. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, well, 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 when you see this gone, art, I mean, it's kind of hard to, to to remember what the actual story is about. Exactly. I know. I, well, I didn't I didn't read it again. I just remembered that they like went on vacation. But you're right. It was like this sad story. And that kind of makes it even more crazy. <laughs> Oh, break! Uh, it looks like it's breaking news in the chat. The, uh, <laughs> oh, what, is, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, the uh, dinosaur the, from the holiday the dinosaur special is from... being featured tomorrow night on Legends Look Back. Okay, they're doing a best Boba Fett's moment. Okay, so that'll be exciting. I can't wait to see. The, that. I did find the the writer for this comic book is named John Adams, uh, not the president or that other president, <laughs> uh, but John Adams. Uh, and he, uh, this is the only thing he's ever written for Star Wars, according to the Wook. So I'd like to see more. What a yeah. lasting yeah. legacy. <laughs> oh, like, he, uh, he made sure to leave his fingerprints he... on it. <laughs> that, Definitely. That's true. All right. Last one. Oh, for... He also did oh. the pencils for it. Okay. Interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. I always love seeing like a writer artist a... combo. That's always cool. <laughs> So if you want to if you want to continue this chat, uh, make sure you tune in to Legends Look Back tomorrow night at nine thirty. Yes, uh, for more know, talk about the dinosaur. I need to know more about this dinosaur for real. All right, uh, last one from me here. This is extremely recent. It's a extremely minor spoiler. <laughs> I don't even know if I would consider it a spoiler for Trail of Shadows number five. Um, it's buckets of blood in his underwear. And but buck, yeah, I was gonna say but, buck, buckets of buckets blood. Of yes, blood. He's, he's running away. Uh, we get to see a little bit of booty from <laughs> buckets, and it was just I, I gasped when I saw it because I was like, wow, we have this Mount Rushmore right of of naked characters in comics. Okay, we have Kanan. <laughs> We we talked about recently. We have buckets of blood. Wait, and of well, hold course, on. We have naked, naked Palpatine. Palps. Of course, naked yes. Palps, yeah. uh, and Zuckus. Zuckus. <laughs> yep. So that's that's four. We've we've got we've got like a whole we've hall got, of fame. Oh here. man. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> this is by far one of the craziest things. Well, it was the craziest thing I've seen since Naked Zuckus, which actually wasn't that far away. Uh, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> Anyways, that's my list. Thanks for being patient with me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my Tyler, how are you going to top that? Uh, um, I, I, I can't. I, I'm just going to have to move on because there's <laughs> there's no there's no matching that. Um, so I went into uh two legends comics. Uh, my first one uh is from the 1977 run, issue number 48, um, named or uh, titled "The Third Law." Um, and the thing that got me about this, so uh, is Vader's entourage here that Jacob's got the uh, got the art uh, up on screen. Is that like Universal Movie Monsters? It, it, basically? basically, so <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh, no, hold yeah, on, hold on. Strap strap yourselves swamp. in. Strap yeah, yourselves in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Leia is, is is on a financial mission with a Viscount Tardy who is dressed in blue and totally looks like a Tardis uh, to a planet to purchase some new X wings. Uh, but Darth Vader also shows up uh, on a diplomatic mission. Uh, later explained uh, a mission of a 
financial nature with an interesting entourage. Yes, that's right. That is basically Swamp Thing, uh, who is dis- not Swamp Thing, uh, creature from the black or Lagoon. creature from the Black yeah, Lagoon. Sure, yeah. um, he's described as a high gravity creature. Dracula is a shapeshifter. Wink, like wink. And a telekinetic valet that you know we're we're just gonna say he has growths on his head. We're just we're just gonna leave it at that. Um, they end up getting in this. They first off they don't shoot at each other. Like like they 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 have like a very imagine uh, Tarkin and Leia on the Death Star and all of that banter back and forth, but in the streets of this random city and not immediately attacking each other. It's just crazy um leia gets involved in a speeder chase where she drops swamp thing creature from the black lagoon um through the core of the planet after she changes his density with a stow with with a quote-unquote stowaway gravitational field disruptor i added in the handheld edition um Later on in the later on the issue, Leia sort of flirts with Vader, uh, where she's sort of like Stop. they're on this like butterfly garden, and she drops something, and she's like, "Oh, Vader, I dropped this. Would you be so kind?" Let's just like, wait, what? That's gross. Um, Leia's escort actually ends up turning it out to be a droid, uh, and at the end of the day, Vader lets just lets Leia purchase the X wings after he takes the crown jewels of Alderaan, uh, and and then makes a bad credit score joke about about leia's purchase what is like, going yeah. on like yeah it, like what well, just looking at the artwork in the creature suit it's like and then scooby and the gang show up <laughs> like that would not be out of the question tyler can we back up <laughs> for like two seconds here is that is the is the vampire guy a skeleton am i seeing that right who is the skeleton down there in the bottom left corner no no oh no no. so so that is apparently an x-ray you are this this planet allows people to to come in but they are very tight are with very loose restrictions but they can't smuggle anything out and apparently they get everything gets scanned as on the way out and this guy had uh gold-plated ribs and um I guess that is smuggling gold off the planet. I really don't know. Because I thought by you were talking way, about like he swallows the spice and he like No, know. well so these two these two panels, like the guy just runs off. You never see him again. Uh, like so I, I, I have I have no idea. I, I have no I cannot answer what, Tyler, what is going this on is with this. Too much. What what issue what <laughs> issue is this again? I need to read it. Forty eight. This is issue number forty eight okay. from the seventy seven run. For all the for all the crap we give the Luke and Leia kiss. Like this is like that's an extra layer we never thought about is Leia flirting with Darth Vader. Yeah. That's just something that none of us ever it's, saw. That's like it, even worse. It it was that wasn't even the weirdest thing in the issue, and that that <laughs> just kind of tells you how how crazy it was. So I, I, that was I have a lot of fun. Two comments about this. Um, number one, I had no idea that was Leia until you told me because it doesn't look anything like her. No, it does uh, not. No. Number two, uh, you know, we always talk about punching Leia, you know, in the in the com- uh, the canon comics. You know, she's always punching people, right? Now she's throwing people into the planet core. Oh, oh and Legends, for- this is insane. <laughs> so uh, not, o- not only did she do that, Vader sees this and says, you should arrest her. Go arrest her local local police people because she brought a brought a, a confiscated a, she, did the murder. <laughs> she, comes, she brought in a, a she smuggled in a weapon and she's like I didn't smuggle this this is a standard issue what what was it hold on 
this is a standard issue gravitational field disruptor. I just changed his density. And I'm like, what is going on here? She uh, so, she, she took her physics classes in yeah. university. She, she knows what she's doing. That was, <laughs> that was, wild. yeah. This was, this was crazy. So if it wasn't my, so crazy, uh, I would have thought you made it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you'd have Can't. thought this came out in, I wouldn't be surprised if this came out in like October uh, with all of the uh, universal creatures uh, as, as Vader's entourage. So um, my next choice, I only chose two, uh, was Star Wars Tales uh, from 1999. This was issue number 19. And this was kind of sort of a, a um, post- uh, it was a short story at the end of the issue. Um, it is, I, I called it in, in my notes, the Harrison Ford inception, um, because it's a mini story, uh, where Chewie and Han land on a forested planet, quote, no longer far away. There's actually a bubble that says no longer far away. Uh, they find locals and they get into a fight. Chewie ends up getting stabbed with arrows and tomahawks, uh, as well as, as, as well as Han, Han, Han's in bad shape. Uh, and, and he pretty much knows that he's not going to make it back to the Falcon, uh, and he dies and, and, and it's, it's actually, it's actually, if it wasn't for the rest of this, it was actually a, a, a pretty, you know, moving scene, um, where he sits there and looks at Chewie and says, I always, you know, I bet you, you didn't think that, that I, uh, that I'd go like this. And, you know, your life that is, is fulfilled. Thank you. And, and, and he dies and. Chewbacca roars, and the natives have heard this, and they know this is the bellowing of the Sasquatch. Why do you th- why is he called the Sasquatch? Because he's on Earth. Oh we fast forward God. 126 years later, and there is a, an archaeologist in a very <gasps> telling brown uh, brown Stop. hat. Emma, seen this before? <laughs> stumbles no. across the cave. <laughs> Yes, Indiana Jones, what? though he's never seen anything like this, feels that this is a very similar, uh, uh, feels that this is all familiar somehow. He ends up finding Han and realizing that uh, Han was once humanoid, decides he doesn't, wanna, doesn't want to disturb the remains uh, and that he will leave everything untouched and, and instead of searching for Sasquatch, uh, will allow him to become the urban legend that he is. Um, and this is actually, I believe this is, yeah, this is actually the last panel. So it's actually, that is, is Han in the tree or not Han, Chewie in the trees, kind of looking on, uh, very emotional in my opinion, uh, looking at the, the remains of the Falcon, uh, and overlooking Indiana Jones, uh, finding the remains of Han Solo on earth. So Legends comics, everybody. Absolutely wild. I had no idea this even existed. I was like, when when this first came on the screen, I was like, wow, why would they design a character that looks so much like Indiana Jones? Because it, it is. Because it is, yeah. Uh, so yep. those are my two big ones. I had three uh, honorable mentions. Um, the uh, what where, what was it that uh, the stolen valor for, from Biggs and Porkins. Um, that was hilarious. Uh, the the entire Lando miniseries, the concept behind this, I remember talking about this in the 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 round the roundtable. When I finished the the final panel, I believe of issue is it issue one or is it issue two, Caleb, where it says we've stolen Emperor Palpatine's pleasure yacht. Mm. It's the it's the end of issue. It's one. the end of issue one, and I was like, wait, what now? Because going into that Palpatine pleasure yacht. 
that can go a lot of different ways. And, and Ew, it, stop it. it no, <laughs> it was it was very interesting. Um, luckily, it was just a bunch of Sith, art- Sith artifacts. So, but it was it was very funny. Thank God. Got a, uh, <laughs> not a jacuzzi inside. Um, and my third honorable mention um, was the most recent run of Darth Vader before we stopped for War of the Bounty Hunter, where he goes to Exegol. He ends up what seems like this telepathic Cthulhu, like it just gets crazy uh, in, in, in the Darth Vader run. Um, and I had, so I had to throw a little bit of, of, of canon in there, but none of these, none of these match the craziness that is, that is the legend stories because, oh boy, legends is, 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 is a, is a wild ride. I am, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> that first one, that first one, absolutely, I don't remember the last time I've had such a visceral reaction to something. When you said, threw him through the core of the planet, lost it. Lost it. Yes, and I, didn't hear and anything I, I do that. have to say, Jared Jared does say in the chat, he has, to, he has to, to, to rain in my parade. For the record, both of those choices are outside of the Legends universe proper. Yes, the Tales is sort of a... Yeah. Uh, alternate i don't want to call it what alternate if. yeah sort of a what if um i don't care what you tell me uh about issue 48 um that's canon and that's just had that that's just gonna be in the legends As canon DJO says you know canon. clearly <laughs> change my mind clearly it's it's a d canon you know <laughs> going back to canon tears yeah. so all right i'm done over to you jacob all right, uh, so I don't know how to top that, but we're going to start. So first off, of course, I had to go Dark Empire 2. I'm just going to – I have my book in front of me. I'm going to try and kind of summarize what happens here because basically the Imperials are like se- like going to siege this um, planet that is known for making droids. Oh, so yeah. This is just like, in, like just this crazy back and forth. So the Empire goes to like take over the city that built the droid. They're sending in droids to take over the city that built the droids that they're sending in. Uh, if that makes sense. So they're sending in the SD9s to go take it out, which is like a destroyer droid. So then the city responds with, oh, yeah, you got SD9s? Well, shoot, kid, that sucks because we got SD10s. Uh, so then they send out the SD10s uh, and, um, and it's something like, oh, God. Yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, you, you you put out last year's model. We have them outmatched because we ha- the SD10s have the complete strategic like memory of the SD9s in their, their memory core. Uh, so then they go back and forth, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you got the SD tens. Well, uh, sucks for you, kid. Uh, we got oh god, what are they? Um, <laughs> uh, shadow droids, which is what are, are on the screen right now. So the Empire sends those out, and they're like, oh yeah, whatever. It's just like a you know, looks like a vulture droid kind of, but from the nineties. Uh, no, it's way crazier than that. It is um, part of uh, Umak Leth's murderous wonders. They are spacefaring war machines that are built around the brains of fallen Imperial fighter aces. So they took the brains of TIE fighter aces out and put them in a droid. Um, and uh, they are immersed in nutrient baths at the heart of the giant machines hardwired to tactics computers. The Shadow Cyborgs controllers exchange a blizzard of digital code <laughs> with each other and with the command ship. Yeah, the black word boxes, their text boxes that I blacked out are just all ones and zeros. It's just binary. So, oh my goodness. Just like, they're, like, they're like, oh yeah, you got this droid? Well, <laughs> sucks for you, I got this droid. And they're like, oh yeah, you got the better droid? Well, I got... Stormtrooper, pilot, cyborg robots. So, 
scrape some brains and put it in a jar. And then we yeah. put that jar in a plane, and then we put that blade in a bunch of guns. It's yeah. a, like fun that. stuff. That beginning feels like um, five year olds doing Yo Mama on the playground. <laughs> it, it, it it's like it the really like does. it's yeah it's the kid that changes the rules when he's losing the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that with, is wild. with war. Uh, so that was my one Legends pick. I have two canon picks. The first one is um, the uh, Living oh. Force Mountain from Star oh, Wars 2015. Right. It was the, like the Yoda story, right? Yeah, Yoda has. We have like a Yoda flashback story, and Yoda like basically crashes on a planet that is um, Lord of the Flies planet with kids mm, yeah. that kind of like have a pseudo like weak force power. Uh, that can tune into like these blue rocks on their planet and they like throw them at their other friends and like drive off their parents and then it turns out that the blue rocks that they're hurling are part of a giant living sentient force mountain um so yeah you see yoda teeny tiny in the corner compared to this giant thing uh so that was pretty insane uh, and then uh, to to not to, you know make sure we get all of these sentient rock things at the very end of oh. the 2015 run, like they the the rebels are trying to draw Vader in the Empire to this uninhabited planet to blow it up and kill them, and then we find out that it's not un- uninhabited; it's inhabited by sentient rock beings that C3PO can, can communicate with, and they like him because they are are his metal ore brother, because uh, you know rocks and Machines. metal. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it, they're like, oh no, we planted all these bombs over the core of their planet that would destroy it, and now we can't kill them because they're living creatures there. Um, and they're like running away. The empires come. They've like figured it out. They're trying to take them out. And as they're leaving, it turns out not just that there are sentient rocks on the planet, but the planet itself is one giant sentient <laughs> rock like mother. Uh, and it like unfurls. You can see the scale there in the bottom right where its hand dwarfs the Star Destroyer. Um, and then it just takes the Star Destroyer and then just crushes it. So, you know, it's some... It, Star Wars 2015 <laughs> went out. This was literally the last issue of t- Star Wars 2015. Oh, that's so right. So, it went out on quite the bang. Literally. Uh, so that's... <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder if this... If, like, Geode is, like, a tiny, tiny little baby one of this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they're cousins, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Wookiees versus Ewoks. Yeah, yes. okay. <laughs> I can I can see that, yeah. <laughs> Weren't Ewoks supposed to be originally be like baby Wookiees or something like way yeah. back? Well, he wanted it, to, uh, yeah, George wanted it to be the, uh, be Kashyyyk, but they, you know, kind of ran into some problems with that. Or I think that was in episode four. I don't remember how it worked. He wanted Kashyyyk. Yeah, we ended up getting Endor. Whatever. Anyways, we, we got it at, eventually. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, yeah, that's all my picks. There's Most- some really good picks. Like, is it sad that I just have now I've thought like if at least two other great moments that would be good. Maybe we'll come back and do this topic. Oh, there's two. plenty. We should when definitely we do a part two. Yeah. This was fun. I just need I just I just need to read seventy seven. That's all I've like come to determine. Yeah. It's like, like, <laughs> I, mean, I need we to read have that. a rule where you can only hit pull where each one of us can only pull one thing from the seventy seven. Yeah, version. everyone only gets one seventy seven and only one Dark Empire thing. Exactly. That's oh the rules. And, and speaking of Dark Empire, you know, I forgot to mention, you know, when you guys had asked me to tell everybody what the, the rules and stuff were, I forgot to mention that like the one rule was that no naked Palpatine. That was the one rule. That's true. That was yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just like that's... it's it, 
it's the nuclear option. Like once <laughs> someone goes there, like what else are the rest of us supposed to do? <laughs> and and, and can we really have a and, and a, a naked porkins apparently? And can we have naked an extended bug. conversation about naked palps without Jared being part of the conversation? I mean, let's be real. Absolutely not. We need to have an episode of Cosmic Force with Jared just about naked palpatine and naked palpatine alone. I think we could so, fill an hour. Not a not not Dark Empire, not Dark Empire <laughs> issue 4, just the last like just like the th- pages three pages that. Exactly, yeah, that are- exactly. <laughs> So, I think that's yeah. I think that's what it's going to take to get Corey to rip us off the air. So I don't know if it's going to We'll see. Corey, our YouTube, whichever gets us first. Even even he has his, his limits, I think. <laughs> yeah, this this was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, Tom, for the inspiration. Yes. Uh, that I'm not was, sure this if you is... expected this to come true, but it did. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So. All right. If it teaches uh, you anything, okay. good things come from playing video games. That's all I'm going to say. That's very true. That's, I mean, that is the moral of this story. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you get those creative juices flowing and yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we're trying to say here. Um, Group chat in Halo. Best place ever. Exactly. Exactly. Alrighty. So next week we are going to be talking about minor characters who have major moments. Uh, that's going to be really interesting. I'm going to have to think on that one a little bit. Do some brainstorming. But uh, yeah, there's there's going to be some... It's just going to be Lobot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm Lobot's the thinking. obvious answer here. <laughs> All right. So that's the rule next that, well, I'll just that's the, the rule next week. I'll just put myself first. <laughs> no Lobot next week. Nope. Nope. I'm throwing yes. it down there. No Lobot next Lobot, week. <laughs> Lobot is the equivalent to naked Palpatine. Yes. 100%. In this scenario. Yes. That's... Yeah. Exactly. Wait. Di- wait a second. Didn't we get naked Lobot? Like shirtless Lobot? Am I making yeah, this up? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> in... No, yeah, he, he was he was an effective tank in that uh, series. Yes, he was. He was okay. Okay, nice. Okay, that's <laughs> is that major? <laughs> I mean, I I think it's pretty major. No, I'm just kidding. All right, uh, all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, and then t- tomorrow, everybody catch Legends Look Back, where they're going to be talking about uh, the ten best Boba Fett moments in Legends. And uh, yeah, there's going to be some dinosaur talk, I imagine, and it's going to be great. So definitely catch that. I know I am going to be watching. So Tyler, close us out here, buddy. All right. Yeah, there's nothing much to do here tonight, uh, but end this hilarious show. So that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Cosmic Force. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show right here on YouTube where you can hear us live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. We also encourage you to subscribe to our audio version on whatever podcast platform you listen to. You can follow us on Twitter and tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show to stay informed about Star Wars comics happenings. And for reviews, articles, and news for the rest of the expanded universe, be sure to visit utini.com. We encourage you to join our Utini Discord community by going to utini.com slash discord. And you can help support the show by heading to patreon.com slash utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just $5 a month. A special thank you to JG Kars, OKNR, Patrick Ortiz, Carl Sander, and RLQ on our Jedi High Council, as well as Matt Bellington, Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing continued support. Thank you again to Emma, Caleb, and Jacob for hosting with me tonight. Thank you to everybody in the chat tonight. Man, it was a fun episode. And thank you to our listeners wherever and whenever you are joining us. We truly appreciate all of you. We will see everybody next week, but until then, may the Force be with you.